good to be back at St. Joseph's in Twin Buttes. It's been a while since I've been here. But we gather for a most important celebration. Of course, we know it's the celebration of the holy sacrifice of the Mass. And the Mass, we believe and know to be true because we have it from the Lord Jesus himself and his holy apostles who preached the truth and lived it from the beginning and the church has never changed it, that when we are at Mass, we are witnesses to the sacrifice of our Lord on Calvary in unbloody form. Every Mass is that. When we listen to today's Gospel, the very end of St. Luke's Gospel, you could almost then take our first reading and as soon as we end that Gospel, start reading again because that's how St. Luke wrote of our Lord Jesus Christ, his life, passion, death, resurrection, ascension, and the beginning of the church. But when we listen to what Jesus is telling his apostles for the very last time that he will be visibly, physically with them, he reminds them of two things. You are the witnesses to all of this. And go nowhere until the promise from on high comes and literally clothes you, surrounds you with power. What kind of power? Military? No. Financial? No. Popularity? No. It's the power of being fully, completely identified with Jesus Christ. And what they did, having been confirmed in their faith on that first Pentecost Sunday, the church has done daily since then and will continue to do until the end of the world. Preach, teach, and live what we are witnesses to and what you and I will witness in a few moments on the altar. It's the power of Jesus Christ, crucified and risen. The apostles and those first companions, those first disciples, didn't make up a lot of people. They weren't a large group. But when you think about it, without money, without fame, without a great deal of 
influence, political or otherwise, they spread out from Jerusalem. And think of this. By the end of the first century, before 100 AD, our earliest church historians noted that you could find Christians everywhere in the known world, mainly the Roman Empire. Think of that. They did it in about 70 years with nothing other than being clothed as Jesus told them they would be and promised and what happened on Pentecost, clothed with the promised power of the Holy Spirit. They suffered for Christ, for sure. We shouldn't expect anything less in our lives. We all won't suffer the same way. But the power of the Holy Spirit is right here, right now, among us. As our young people come forward and are confirmed with that same Holy Spirit in the same power, literally clothed with the power of God, they, like those first apostles and disciples, are being told, you now are witnesses to me. Don't be afraid. In your everyday lives, Live a life imitating me. That's how you witness to me. That's how others get to know me through you. When you tell the truth, when you are honest, when you are compassionate and forgiving, others are touched through you, by Jesus Christ. That's how those first Christians lived their lives and converted the world. We are to do the same. It is a great day for our parish in Twin Buttes, for our diocese, for the whole church. Because five more young people are being clothed with and in the power of Almighty God, the Holy Spirit. They are being strengthened, fortified, to do exactly what Jesus asks each of us to do and be. You are my witnesses. So I'd ask you young people to be confirmed. If you would stand, please. Everyone else may remain seated. The apostles who had received the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, in fulfillment of the Lord's promise, had power to complete the work of baptism by the giving of the Holy Spirit as we read in the Acts of the Apostles.
when St. Paul had laid his hands on certain people who had been baptized, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. The bishops as successors of the apostles possessed the same power, and in their own right they confer the Holy Spirit on those who have already been born again in baptism. Dearly beloved, the gift of the Holy Spirit which you are about to receive will be a spiritual seal by which you will be conformed to Christ and will be made more fully members of his church. Therefore, you who are already baptized will now receive the power of his Spirit and be signed with his cross on your foreheads. And so you must always bear witness to his passion and resurrection before the world, so that your manner of life, as the apostle says, may be in every place the pleasing fragrance of Christ. Be living members of his church, therefore, and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, seek to serve all people like Christ, who came not to be served, but to serve. And now before you receive the Spirit, call to mind the faith which your parents and godparents professed for you with the church. Do you renounce Satan and all his works and empty promises? Do you believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered death and was buried, rose again from the dead, and is seated at the right hand of the Father? Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who today, through the sacrament of confirmation, is given to you in a special way, just as he was given to the apostles, on the day of Pentecost. Do you believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? This is our faith. This is the faith of the Church. We are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen.